Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Well, it's October, and I literally don't remember September. (laughs) Don't worry. It was lame. I'm in the market for a telescope. I mean, it seems pointless to save for retirement now. (laughs) The fall colors are coming out, so I guess that's kind of nice in a world of dumpster fires. AKA the hot mess express train. I'm going to bed. If the apocalypse happens, slack me. I will do that. Have such a good day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Have Such a Good Day, the show that wants you to do just this. It's like, I'm like, okay, is our show title like so appropriate for now or is it becoming inappropriate? <laughs> it's like it's like an ironic show title now. It it's really like, Have is. Have Such a Good Day because we know you're not having one. It's kind of snarky, but like, you know, not in a mean way. Hey, listen, we, we, we want you to have such a good day because we want to have one as well. We and really do. We're very we earnest just- about it. We, we are. Yeah. Like there, there's no wink, wink about it. We just understand that it is harder and harder for all of us to do that. So, hey, we're all in it together. Hey, and you know what? Um, it, I think it's worth the, the fight, the good fight. Don't you think, Sarah? I think so. Yeah. We're trying to unpack absurdity of everyday life that we all go through for your entertainment and ours, for all of ours. That is the, the point of this show. This is a labor of love. Heather and I love doing it. It's uh, because we don't live near each other physically, and we used to. This is our kind of like weekly check-in, and it's really fun for us, and we're so happy to have you along for the ride. It's true. It, it gives us a good giggle, you know, at the very, very least. Hopefully, it does the same for you. And, you know, it brings people together, and, you know, it, it's the world is full of communities, uh, big and small, and we really appreciate you being along for the ride. So welcome to show 69. 69, dudes. <laughs> oh, I've been waiting 69 episodes to say that. Um, <laughs> that's the Bill and Ted thing, if you didn't get it. But, uh, you know, show my age. Oh, but yeah, yeah. Look at us. 69 episodes, almost 70. We are on a roll. We really are. Uh, so, Sarah, how has your week been? Or should <laughs> I ask? So last week, uh, when you asked me the same question, I was like, you know, I actually had a pretty good week. You know, I was kind of doing like, I did this fun, like online uh, Zoom therapy thing that Mm -hmm. I got a lot out of. And I was like, 
you know, life is looking up. <laughs> and well, yeah, how much things can change in a week. But I didn't I didn't have a bad week. But I think that and I'm talking to women and men here and everybody in between when I say this, but I know for women specifically, uh, a lot of my, you know, close friends, we all agree that on a good day, something can be like an annoyance. And on mm -hmm. a bad day, it sends you into a tailspin. Oh, you yeah, know, 100%. and and you're like like the tears, the tears start, and you're like, I I I don't know why I'm crying, but I am. So anyway, um, two days ago was it yesterday? Gosh, because I don't even remember what it's day it is anymore. Thursday. I know, right? So it it was earlier this week. Um, I I had an HVAC meltdown, meaning that uh, the heat and the AC that goes into my apartment had had a catastrophic failure was what the technician told me and i was like well that sounds pretty bad what that do we does. do <laughs> yeah and you know he's like oh yeah we gotta get this out of here and he's like did you know that this unit is illegal in the state of california and it's known to, known to cause cancer and i was Great. like didn't no okay cool let's let's just get another one well it turns out that for a variety of reasons that i won't go into all the like you know house planning stuff of it but because I had a external unit. So basically like, I just like, you know, plug, you know, I, I, I would put, tell my nest to go to a certain uh, temperature in the past. And I have all these events on the floor and it would just do that, you know, whether it was hot or cold worked really well, maybe too well, because apparently I had some like weird ass HVAC unit that should never have been part of my apartment because it's like, for offices and also illegal. So whatever. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but they were like, okay, so we can't do that. Like, we're going to have to take that away, but we're going to install a wall unit, you know, like on your wall, you know, one of those, you know, that kind of like you have like a little remote, mm -hmm. you know, and you tell it what to do and it does its thing. And I was like, no, 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 no. I already have vents in my house. Like you have to install an external unit. Like, it makes no sense. To, I have like eight vents in my house and I've, you know, arranged all my furniture specifically around that. So like, there's like, you know, airflow. No, no, you're not doing that to me. And also I don't want that thing on, you know, my, and they were like, well, it's like way cheaper and like way more energy efficient. My landlord was here and he was like, it's like, Sarah, I mean, like it's like $8,000 difference. I mean, work with me here. And I was like, no. <laughs> I honestly was just like, I just cried. And 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 both the HVAC and my landlord, who are both very cool men, you know, who, who were being, they were not being rude to me at all. They were being they reasonable. Were totally reasonable. They were like, what is wrong? And I was like, I just can't handle this right now. I just can't do this. You know, and it was like one of those things where it was like, they kind of, you know, you know, you know that that look, especially yeah. when you get it from a man where it's like, girl, are you okay? Like, are you on your period? That's like the yeah, first thing they probably think. Right. Like, yeah. Like you're, you're, you seem like irrationally upset about this, you know? And I was just like, I just, it was like, it's going to be weird. It's like asymmetrical on the wall and I don't want it there. And I have these vents already and now the vents aren't going to do anything. And all my furniture is in a certain place, you know? And they were like, oh, we're so sorry. Oh my gosh. What can we do? I finally got my act together and was like, 
I'm sorry. There are clearly other things going on. <laughs> this this is not ruining my life right now. It was sort of an icing on the cake of a really bad day. And I cried. And I'm going to stop crying now. And everyone was like, okay, we're going to go, you know, and that was the end of it. We, you know, have since kind of moved along and I've come to terms with the fact that I'm going to have a wall unit um, that's going to give me heat and AC. So, you know, could be worse. But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was one of those weeks, Heather. I, and I just, you know, I lost it. I lost yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it's like the toothpaste cap thing. It's like when, you know, to, a couple gets in a fight about something and it's like <laughs> obviously more than the toothpaste cap, but the, the toothpaste cap is what really like puts them over the edge. Right, right. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I know what you mean, though. There is something about like, I, I think for me, I probably would have reacted similarly in the sense of, yeah, you've got all these vents that are going to be rendered useless. And so it feels like, <laughs> like, it's not a feng shui thing, but it's like a structural thing yeah. that is sort of like, it's not all like, perfect anymore. And uh, I think we strive for perfection in our homes, especially right now, you know, I know for me, especially because we're so forced indoors, it's like I nitpick a lot of my house because I'm like, I want, oh, this light bulb isn't right or this fixture isn't right. Or like, I just feel like I I want everything to be like perfect because we're in there all the time. So right. I get it. I totally feel you. And, you know, <laughs> a lot of stuff builds up throughout the day and you have every right to kind of have a moment. And And there are like, and I mean, there are moments that you have when it's like, you're actually experiencing real trauma, mm -hmm. you know, like the, like that's the, those are, I mean, I would never be like, Oh, stop crying. You know, mm -hmm. when someone's like, Hey, cry it out, please. Sure. For me in that moment, I was like, I might've held things together a little bit more uh, <laughs> because I could pick my battles because well, especially you know, with two guys, cause guys definitely get weirded out by crying because guys <laughs> tend to like not cry that easily usually in general well, no and and it was sort of like it was like it was a combination of like we now fear you and we <laughs> are never gonna come back yeah like we don't know what you're doing like what is wrong with you you know like we're trying to give you heat and ac and you don't have either of those right now <laughs> you know i'm like just bawling uh but it. yeah no it was it was it was kind of it was kind of a um it was a week, you know, I was, you know, I was all on my cool high last week and I felt like my week this week beat me down a little bit more. And I, I know other people are in that predicament as well and have lots of shittier things happening to them. Sure. So, you know, here we are and I'm being honest about it. And Heather, I would like to know how your week was. Thank you very much. You know, I'd like to mention a line uh, from my boyfriend that he said once to me that stuck with me. You know how that happens? Like there's like one thing that someone said and it always sticks with you. Of course. Yeah. And that thing is, and this was actually recently, he said very calmly, I don't remember what happened or what the context was, but he said, once you realize that everything is a shit show, most of the time you just accept it. And then you just take it in stride because you know that everything is just kind of messy all the time. You know, that's just like human life, human existence. Um, and it does help because sometimes I'll be like, okay, take a deep breath. Um, and yeah. So yeah. my week, um, my week's actually been, ah, it's been a little, I've been having a hard time getting going. It's already Thursday and I feel like, wait, now <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling good. Have I woken up yet? Yeah. And yeah. And like the week is almost over. And I think maybe that's part of it is I tend to 
have a lot of weeks where it's like top heavy and like there's a lot of that anxiety. And then like once Wednesday rolls around, it's like things start to kind of loosen up a little. But I honestly like a lot of the, we talked about this last week. I'm not going to get into it at all, but I just wanted to mention, and I know you are experiencing similar things. Just like you're basically dealing with a lot of everybody else's chaos because everything's chaotic for everybody right now. As property managers, yes. Yeah. And so we're getting like, like I'll have like a block of like three nights that open and then someone will block the middle night only. And you're like, okay. And then like they'll, then they'll cancel it. And then like, and it's just like, it's a lot of juggling. So I've been trying to manage that with like stride. Um, But one thing that has honestly cheered me up I think because for me, like when I can have a creative outlet, it makes me like happier. And I feel like if I'm always sort of like grinding, you know, and and sort of the myth of Sisyphus and rolling that rock up the hill constantly, just like the daily grind, I get kind of like, I get more anxious and less happy, I guess. Um, So one thing that I've been trying to seek out for a while is like a new inspiration for photography. You know, I, I've been in and out of, and I know you too, Sarah, you're a good photographer and you used to, you know, use a real camera and so did I. And I used to do photography in school yeah. like where you actually develop your photos with chemicals and sure, yeah. dark it's room. Fun. And, really yeah. Fun. Super creative. And, and I was very super, super creative in college and I still have a lot of creativity in me and I am creative with a lot of different things now that I'm like a, more of an adult, but, um, I love photography, but I, I will be honest, like, uh, you know, the easiest thing to use these days is an iPhone. I don't, feel a lot of, uh, creative inspiration from the camera, even though I know the camera gets better with each iteration. I find that the camera, at least in my, I have like the max XS. Um, I honestly, like, I feel like I cannot take good photos on it. And I think Hmm. I'm having a hard time with like the depth stuff. And so, um, my boyfriend's been really into this thing called moment and it's, it's a website. It's a company that makes lenses and filters and lots of camera Mm -hmm. equipment. And they do a lot of stuff for, um, mobile phones. And I, you know, for a long time he was like, you really should try out these lenses. I think you'll like them. And I kind of, I'd never did it on his phone. He has an, he has an Android. So like I, you have to buy a case for it, uh, for your phone before you can use the app or I'm sorry, before you can use the lenses because they have to like be, um, screwed into, uh, the, um, case. So it took me a long time to get a case. Long story short, I finally got the case and it's really opened my world a lot. It's been really fun. And so I'm actually borrowing his lenses when he doesn't use them and I'm probably going to buy my own eventually, but he has a bunch of them. He has like a telephoto macro an anamorphic. He's got some filters I haven't used yet, but I got to tell you, it's been, it's been really fun. You know, we have a lot of, since we live in nature, I, you know, never really got all that excited about taking like macro kind of like close up stuff, mm-hmm. you know, of like bugs and flowers and leaves and, you know, whatever blades of grass, but it's been <laughs> so fun. I've been outside just like, it's like a whole new world now with these tiny little lenses. What's so great about them is they're, they're so small. You could just put them in your pocket. And so it really, I think the reason why I kind of stepped away from photography is it's a little bit cumbersome. I want to be kind of on the go and 
and you want to feel like it's easy, easy to use and take with you and, and whatnot. So this is really cool. So if, if you guys, if any of you want to know more about this, um, ping me, but it's uh, shopmoment.com and there's all kinds of options. It took me a while to pull the trigger, but um, if you def if you're looking for something to enhance your your cell phone, I highly recommend. They also have a bunch of apps, so you, you can use their Moment app, which is their camera app, which is actually great. Um, and then they have like an RTRO app, which is kind of like a retro filmmaker app that you can kind of put cool filters and and that kind of thing. So what I'm going to do for you patrons, I posted a few little tests on my Instagram but I'm going to post a little photo gallery for you of what I've been taking so far. And maybe it'll inspire you too. I think that's great. Heath. I mean, I, you're right. We both have always been kind of photo chicks mm -hmm. and, and there was a time where, and it was before iPhones, it was before smartphones. I mean, I, I say iPhone cause I'm an iPhone user, but smartphones in general where you, you, there might be a camera on a phone, but it would never be like your prominent camera. Mm -mm. You know, if you cared, you were, you had a camera with you. And it's funny. I, I took a bunch of stuff out of boxes in my, my studio where I am now. And, you know, a lot of the stuff is just like, it's been in boxes for years. I don't even open it when I move to a new house. I'm just like, I don't know. It's something that I care about in there somewhere, like <laughs> probably some like old yearbooks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I opened up and it was like, this old, not DSLR, so not digital, but mm -hmm. an SLR camera mm -hmm. that my dad gave me way back in the day that I used in college. That mm -hmm. was my camera. And in fact, the photography class that I used in college, we digital SLRs were like kind of just starting to emerge, but we weren't allowed to use them because the, you know, the whole idea was like the instructor was like, no, 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 no we're, we're we're doing everything manual. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. That's how you're going to learn how this works. Mm -hmm. um, and he was right. But, you know, and I actually, I, I opened it up and I, I looked through the viewfinder and I was like, oh shit, I have film in here that no I way. never, I, I just, I just, I don't know. I forgot about like, mm -hmm. I don't know how long this thing has been in a box, but I'll tell you, I mean, at least 10 years, maybe more. Are you going to get it developed? Yeah, of course. You totally should. Well, there were only a few photos. So it's like of like 24 photos, I still have like 12 left or something, but, um, but I, it's funny because the iPhone, which is, you know, that's, that's my, that's my guy. Um, and I, I'm with you. I'm, I'm a couple of years behind the latest model, mm -hmm. but it's still like really good. Sure. Um, and you know, the, you know, the, like, you know, the bokeh and, you know, all, all that stuff effect is very, um, they, they do it well. And my DSLR and a variety of other cameras I have, well, you can't see behind me, but they're like all you know, laid out. Cause I'm like, what am I doing with all these cameras? They, you know, it was sort of like 12 megapixels, 20 megapixels. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so good. You know, <laughs> but like, they're all crappy compared to what I have in my phone now. I so know. that's actually my best camera, but I understand your feeling. Like there is a fun nostalgia part of this that you either aren't going to have, or you have to create. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that the, yeah, the, the depth thing is so cool. Like I feel like I want to be, I, yeah, I think like it's, it's when you have like a lens and you can be more strategic, it's more fun and satisfying as opposed to like quick snapshot, you know, you're not really making a huge effort. And I think it's like going back to the effort maybe is part of the fun. Yeah. Totally. I re re remember the app Hipstamatic. Uh, yeah, I still have it. <laughs> 
So do I. And I looked at it the other day and like the company has like done like a huge pivot. So it's like, there are lots of things that it's like not doing the way it's supposed to be doing anymore. Uh -huh. But I'm like, dude, I gave you guys money <laughs> back in the day. I gave you guys some money. And so I, there was like an option to like upgrade to the new hipstamatic or like stay at the legacy hipstamatic. And I was like, no, I'm staying. Like I liked this for its yeah. fun reasons back in the day, but Man, that, that's an app I hadn't opened in quite some time until recently. That really brings back memories. I actually remember going to one of their parties in San Francisco and they had like the coolest Me um, too. space yeah. and they had this like rooftop thing. And I remember there being like a cool like music, some really cool musician. Like, I don't know. Anyway, it all blurs together at this point. <laughs> it does. Oh, the days of startups in San Francisco. And rubbing elbows with other human beings. Oh yeah. Remember that? that too. Yeah, that too. I was thinking today um, how much I desperately miss bars and restaurants and just like, but like indoors, not on a patio, indoors, like with no masks mm. and like rubbing elbows mm -hmm. with like right. someone next to you, like at the bar and just the intimacy of it. I really, I like, oh, I miss it so much. I really do. Yeah, I, I do too. And at the same time, I feel like as the days go by, I understand that as normal less and less mm -hmm. because normal to me is like, if you have to go to the store, go in quick, wear a mask, get your shit, go. Yep. You know, and that's what I do. I do that mm -hmm. all the time, you know, or I order things when, um, uh, because I managed an Airbnb property when the people came today, I wasn't really sure what time they were coming. And I was, I was actually, I had put Otis in the car and I was going to do, you know, some errands and they just, they just happened to show up right as I was leaving. So I was like, okay, you know, let's say hello and whatever. And, uh, our, our, um, driveway is pretty big, but it's, there's only so many cars you can have in a certain way. And then it gets weird for people to turn around and then go back down the driveway. Mm -hmm. Kind of hard to explain. Anyway. Um, you know, so I, when people come, I, I try to kind of be on hand as much as possible to sort of point out some obvious things, especially because I don't want them to block me in later. Mm -hmm. And the, 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 it was mom and a dad because there were kids with them, obviously. They got out of the car and they both were wearing masks. And, you know, we're kind of talking to each other. They're probably 30 feet away from me-ish, mm -hmm. you know, on the other side of the driveway. Is this the right place for us to park? I say, yeah, that's great. Hi, I'm Sarah. You know, and all that stuff. And and they were real nice. And eventually the woman says to me, so do you not wear a mask here? Mm. And I was like, well, I don't when I'm alone, which I was until five seconds ago. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know you were kind of, was she you know, mad like, about it or was she? You no, know, I think she was more just kind of like concerned. Hmm. I wasn't offended. I wasn't offended. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I mean, if you don't tell me specifically when you're coming, I'm here by myself. My dog's going to run around, mm -hmm. poop on the grass. I'll clean it up later. And I'm not wearing a mask because I'm here by myself. Like, Yeah, there's no need. I'm like acres of property, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but you just so happened to be here when I was leaving. So here we are. Hi. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like I'm not going to wear a mask, but I will if I have to somehow go into your unit for some reason. Mm -hmm. It was just like, I don't know. It was just like one of those things where I'm like, 
girlfriend, chill. Well, you know, that's the problem. It's like you just, everybody feels differently about it. So it's like you never know what you're up against. Like you're just, some people I mean, I'm do not, not care. wearing a mask by myself. In your car. At my yeah. house. And yeah. Speaking like, of that, actually, I have been seeing a lot of that lately where people are wearing masks just alone in their car. And I, I can't help but think that maybe they are, it's just they were, they're doing errands and they're popping in and out. So they're just leaving it on. Sure. But, and I do that sometimes. I will. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just like forget to take it off because it's not uncomfortable. And that's whatever. You sure. know, sometimes I, I get home and I'm like, oh shit, I'm still wearing my mask. Oh, really? Know, I always have it around my chin. Like I can uh, like leave it. Like- I, I've, I've definitely forgotten a couple times. Hmm. Um, but I, but I also, I, I don't know. It's weird. I, I, de- I, Somebody's saying like, why aren't you wearing a mask when we showed up unannounced? Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, because I didn't know you were coming. Yeah. And like, you don't want to say that. And and like now implied. that you're here, I'm 30 feet away from you. We're like yelling at each other. Well, over that's it. the other thing. It's like that you know, like huge yeah. social distance. Like that's right. a decent social distance where you don't have to wear a mask. If you're outside, you don't really have to. So like she's no. also slightly wrong in that way you were far enough away that you could have both taken your masks off i i definitely don't want to seem like i'm a person who's like oh i'm anti-mask i'm totally pro-mask there are just certain there are certain situations where i'm like uh what (laughs) like like i tried to get away from civilization for this exact reason and now you're mad at me it's an interesting um, time sarah it really is uh speaking of interesting how'd you like that presidential debate oh boy the the first of i think there's going to be three more didn't we mention something about a dumpster fire slash hot mess express train we did something like that That, that that would definitely uh that would definitely be in play here so uh without getting political because i know people hate it when i do that uh i i watched the uh the debate i watched it on cnn although it was uh it was simulcast on lots of other networks you know mm-hmm. big deal uh on tuesday uh september 29th yeah and i you know i thought the whole thing was uh i mean i said on twitter it was a shit show and it was mm-hmm. i think a lot of news outlets summed it up in that way it was handled badly and it was it was a whole thing anyway but before that I had because I'm trying to save money right now. I'm I'm definitely in penny pinching mode. I've lost some work this year and I am, you know, trying to keep afloat and we're going into the holidays and, you know, all that mm-hmm. stuff. So, one of the things that I dropped a couple of months ago was YouTube TV. YouTube TV for anybody who wasn't familiar, is not like YouTube. I mean, YouTube is YouTube. YouTube TV is basically a cable a subscription alternative. It works exactly the same way for like just way less money. Mm-hmm. If you have DirecTV or like Comcast or whatever, this is just the better choice. But they've raised their prices. Mm-hmm. It used to be, I think it was like 50 bucks and then it was 60. Then it's like, now it's like 65 per month. That's still a lot cheaper than traditional cable subscriptions. Sure, which is like over hundred bucks. Yeah, for sure. But I'm also like, I just don't, I mean, I don't know. I just don't care about like, like if it's like, if it's the Oscars or, you know, particular like baseball, football, basketball game, you know, or something, it's like, oh yeah, like I want network TV, but otherwise I don't care. But I also used to get around this because if, uh, you know, anybody who's familiar with an over the air antenna, you can, you can mount that sort of behind your TV or, you know, kind of your wall or where somewhere that's, um, 
not, you know, totally in the way. And you can get free over the air uh, network channels for free, not cable, but network. Mm -hmm. So like NBC, ABC, CBS, uh, PBS, you know, that kind of stuff. And that's really helpful. Well, in my current place where I live, my TV is above the fireplace. So, and it's like way above the fireplace. There's no like issue with fires or anything, but around the television, you know, because it's a, it's the fire, it's the chute Mm -hmm. that goes up. It's metal on the inside of the Mm. wood. And because of that, my OTA antennas don't work. They can't get a signal because it's just like, it's like, it's not a normal wall. It's like, what are you trying to, (laughs) we're not going through like metal. So I can't do that for free. And I've been doing that for years. I know you actually told me to do that. You were the one that set mine up, I think, the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could probably try to figure out where to put it on a different wall near a window because it's supposed to, it, it, where I live, like the whole thing is like what it's trying to do is pull information from the nearest radio tower. Mm-hmm. I don't even know where that is, but it's probably Santa Rosa and that's East, you know? So we'd have to kind of go in a certain place and that would just be really weird with, with my whole setup and there'd be cables and it would be a whole issue. Anyway, so I was just sort of like, all right, I just won't have network TV. What does it really matter? I don't care. Like there's nothing going on anyway. There's no real, yeah, like, not, no, there's not, some things, but not, not that often. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I want to watch sports, but 2020 is so weird. Like sports are weird. Maybe I'll just take a break from mm-hmm. all the stuff, you know, and just like watch some movies and read books. So I was doing that. And, but then when the debate was coming up, um, I was like, I, I do want to watch this. I want to, I want to be part of this. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, let me, you know, sign up for YouTube TV again. And of course, like, because YouTube understands that I was previously a subscriber, mm-hmm. but if I use a different email address, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, cool. You have like, here's your like free tier, sure. you know, where I'm like, perfect. <laughs> so I can just watch this and then cancel right afterwards. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and again, that was a couple of days ago, but it it just got me thinking of like how much a la carte viewing for all of us has gotten so complicated. I mean, listen, if you're still paying $100 plus for your cable subscription, you're paying too much, but I guess that's, you know, easy. Sure. <laughs> you know, for, for someone like me, I'm like, okay, what do I need? What do, what do you pay for right now? Uh, well, I'm paying YouTube TV mm-hmm. uh, and I am paying for Netflix mm-hmm. and that's it. What about HBO? I don't pay for it, but I may or may not have a way to watch HBO content. I see. Other, I otherwise, see. <laughs> otherwise, no one take me to jail, please. <laughs> I try to keep it really simple, but and then there's Disney Plus. And I mean, Mandalorian was like my favorite show of like the last year. Like I love that show. Mm. You know, it's like I gotta pay for that when it comes back, which it is. Mm-hmm. And so it like it turns into something where it's like, yes, you have more choice. But you end up paying probably about the same amount of money, if not more, because you're paying for all these different networks because everybody has sectioned off. Totally. And it's not even just like the video on demand stuff or movies on demand. It's like, because I actually canceled my Netflix. It's so funny to actually do it. And then they go, it's like, you sure you want to go? And it's kind of weird not to be part of the Netflix world. But I, there was, I felt like I would go on there. I've seen everything I wanted to see in the movies because they do have a, a fair amount of good movies now, but I've seen them all. And I just, I, I would scroll around and I could never find anything. And I felt like all I did was go on there and then leave and not watch anything. And so 
Um, I feel like HBO has a pretty decent like movie, you know, they rotate. Um, but again, there's not that many series that I'm really watching. I mean, HBO used to be kind of like popping, but, um, I think also the thing that overwhelms me is like, you know, the audible thing, like, I don't even think I uh, like signed up for Audible, but I like all of a sudden was getting these free credits to not free. And I realized I was getting charged like 16 bucks a month. I don't even remember signing up for this, but this is actually nice because I've been listening to a lot of audiobooks. But again, I've, I've had to write down. I'm like, okay, where are my subscriptions? List them out because it's you can easily lose track. Totally. I had the same experience with Audible and I was like, excuse, cancel. Not because I don't like audiobooks, but I'm like, I did not sign up for this. Like, I don't know what subscription got me into this whole thing, but I was charged for several months before I realized. I know, me too. The same thing. And I'm now I'm kind of like, but I do actually want to get a couple more audiobooks. So I'm like, uh, I might as well just like pay for the next month. You know, because I guess it is a good deal if you're doing the monthly and you get at least two titles a month is actually not a bad deal. Yeah. But anyway, I know it's it's just chaos and uh, <laughs> everything's chaos. No, but um, it's funny. I, you, you might find this chuckle worthy, but right now the sign off words are like, stay safe, be well. Yeah. Whatever. Like stay safe, I feel like is a new one. There's some email signatures where I'm like, borderline offended <laughs> like what stay safe and be well that's that's <laughs> off you know and like it just depends on who it comes from i understand that your intentions are good but it can come off as very patronizing oh yeah and you know it's funny i, th I always think of you when i get stuff like that because i know i i would i would always want to know how you would react but i got one the other day that was blessings and then like stay safe and be well and I don't know how to respond to someone saying blessings to me. I'm not going to heart that. Anyway, I just think it's funny that, that <laughs> it's become this whole thing. And like, I get it, you know, like people want to show that they care and they probably do when they say it. And I think it's sweet. It's also, yes. yeah, some, sometimes it can be a little much, but you know, it's all about kind of those pep talks these days. I mean, at least like with your circles, you know, keep your chin up and stay safe and be well, hold your head up, you know, don't worry, don't panic, like all of these yeah, things. Yeah, I'm sending you some blessings. I never did before, but now I'm going to. You know what, Sarah, I think that should be your new, like instead of saying best, Sarah, you should say blessings, comma, oh, Sarah. Oh my gosh, if I did that, That's so you. I'd never hear the end of it. Yeah, <laughs> blessings upon blessings, comma, Sarah. He's right back. But here, so what I thought I would do, just to like keep things light and fun, um, and these kinds of things make me happy, I was thinking of just sharing with you some things, some good things, some simple good things that keep me safe and keep my chin up lately. All right. All right. Sounds good. The first of those things is picking apples. <laughs> Man, it's, it, it is really a special thing. Um, you know, you, you really have a lot of trade-offs when you move to the country, Sarah. I know we talk about this all the time, but um, there are a lot of things I do miss about being in civilization, but there are a lot of wonderful things that you get in the country that you will not get in civilization. And one of those things is having lots of apple trees and fruit trees where they're all, um, you know, they've all been kind of like over the summer, you know, they're, you, they're kind of starting to sprout and everything. This is the time when you can actually pick them and eat them. So I've been watching them grow like all summer and now they're ready to pick. And I'm telling you, these are damn good apples. I mean, these are better than apples that you buy at the store, even like the best that you buy in the store. I mean, they're just to be able to pull a piece of fruit off a tree and eat it right then and there. So like, I'll be like in my house and I'll just be like, I got a hankering for, for an apple. And I'll just walk out the front door a couple steps and pick an apple. It's amazing. And, uh, I've been 
making, I brought my juicer back out. Um, it's been so great because I have enough stuff to juice and make green juice. So I've got, I mean, everything from I mean, every kind of vegetable in the garden right now. So it's been amazing. I've been making green juices. I baked a whole chicken, Sarah. This is something I've been wanting to do for a year. It's just, it's like a silly thing. That's not even hard, but I don't really like handling meat, like raw meat. And I, I think that it was a daunting task because it's like an entire piece of animal that just felt daunting. It's not very hard to do, but it was very satisfying, like actually doing it. And it tasted yeah. so damn good. And I bet it made the whole kitchen smell really good too. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> I can't wait to do it again. Also, I just love fall and I know you do too. I love wearing sweaters and hoodies and boots and the fall is in the air up here. You know, and I've lived in places that don't, that don't have distinct seasons. Well, here it, we do. And it really has that kind of, it's still warm out, but it's like got that kind of smell and that feeling that I love. Um, it kind of warms my, the cockles of my heart. The thought that I might go to Hawaii for my belated birthday, um, this is maybe more of a girl can dream kind of thing, but I've been really toying with um, these $300 tickets to Kauai for maybe January or February when the winter gets to me. So I'm going to continue to dream about that. And yeah. we have a, I have a really fun Slack channel with some of my friends. Uh, it's called A Few of My Favorite Things. And we kind of talk about like little things from like a candle to, um, you know, I don't know, like... And it could be anything um, that you just pers re recently purchased that makes you happy. And my friend Morgan recommended this uh, silk eye mask for sleeping. And I, it's just wonderful. It makes me so happy. And, you know, honestly, the thought of having a real espresso machine and a telescope and an outdoor fire pit and a croquet set, <laughs> maybe Santa will bring them. <laughs> and then um, I'm, I have to be whole, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I have this whole fantasy about, I was talking to my friend Lisa about when we need to pick up all the pieces of this, this total shit show. Uh, having like a pied a terre somewhere uh, in civilization, like a little shack somewhere that could be my little place I can go every couple months to get out of the country and to just, you know, see a show and go to a museum and see some friends. And I really have this fantasy life in mind for the coming years that I'm really going to have my eye on that prize. And that gives me uh, joy. Well, with any luck, we'll be in a position where that would make sense. Because right now, I mean, I'm near San Francisco. Do I go there? No, because I don't want to be true. around all those damn people. Exactly. But maybe down the road when we have like a PR agent for have such a good day and you know, <laughs> you we're, we're rolling yeah. in the dough. We can... re we've really made the big time. <laughs> yeah. You know, Heather, it's funny. You mentioned apples. I grew up on an apple orchard. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Yeah. I, I I mean, apples, if I know anything, it's apples. Damn apples. And, and I, you know, like... What we talk, Fuji, Gala, Macintosh, John of Gold, Pink Lady. I mean, <laughs> all the apples. You know your apples. I know my apples. And I resonate so much. Like the idea of just being like, I'm a little peckish. I'd like yeah. an apple. Yeah. Take an apple off the tree. Maybe add a little peanut butter to it. You maybe. know, give yourself a little protein fat. The world maybe, is your maybe, oyster. Maybe you just, you know, eat the apple. Maybe do a little cheese. I mean, do you um, bite into the apple or do you cut it in pieces? I usually cut mine in pieces, but I mean, either way. I mean, I've I eaten so many apples in my life. It doesn't even matter. But like, but I, I really do like that is, that is a joy. There is no apple tree where I live now, but there is a lemon tree. 
And oh, it's I love pretty, a good lemon tree. And it and it it's it's it was kind of dormant for a while because mm-hmm. they're actually wintered. Oh um, yeah, they're minor. Ours are dormant. Uh, citruses, citri, citruses. But mm-hmm. um, but you can see that it's there are a bunch of new lemons that are they're coming mm-hmm. up right now. You know that'll be available in the next couple of months. Um, same idea where I'm like, I need a lemon. Oh my gosh, we have a lemon tree. And lemon are such like you're a staple. Like I make a lot of homemade salad dressing and you need a half a lemon, at least a half a lemon for that. And oh sure. Yeah, and lemons are like kind of expensive. They're kind of like avocados, I feel like. Add a little lemon to some tea. Now the tea is twice as fun. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or or your fish or whatever. I mean, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm, fish. I'm a bit, big lemon go. fan as well. Yeah, you know, um a, t- a couple more things I wanted to mention. Um Tim Serta, I believe is uh how you pronounce his last That's, name. He just yeah, joined Tim. our Discord. Tim, my old buddy from college. Uh, we yeah, you guys back. know each other. That's awesome. We do, we do, and so glad to have him. And it's been fun to hang out with him on Discord as well. Totally. And James Raven Nerd. He's been around for evs. He's just like you know one of our regs. Um, those guys were talking about there's two full moons this month, and I yeah. actually think that's kind of exciting. That kind of makes me happy too. And then yeah. my final thing I will say is that <laughs> I've been doing this dance yoga class, which you would be sort of surprised to think that I'm even going to yoga because things are closed down. But it's a really cool little small studio. I've been so particular about the type of yoga I do for so many years. And I would never, I don't deviate that much, but this class, uh, I, it kind of like opened some doors for me. I'm like, I'm really into it. It's super fun. It's, it's like, I, you know, I, you know how much I love to dance, which I don't, can't really do anymore. Um, cause clubs are closed and, and whatnot, but, um, it's, it incorporates all that clubbing you were doing. Oh yeah. yeah. All that clubbing. Well, you know, um, <laughs> back in the day, I, I, I know what you mean. Though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's so much fun and I, it really brings me joy every week. So I'm really grateful for that. So there are things to be grateful for. I w- really would like to know, um, you guys out there, what is keeping your chin up the double full moon this month? I don't know, like a whole chicken that you baked recently. Let us know at Hyatt. Have such a good day.com. Also, speaking of being thankful and just, you know, just spreading the love, want to thank our patrons. Patreon.com slash have such a good day is where you can find out more about how to be a patron if you aren't already. And to everybody who is already, thanks so much. We really appreciate it. We offer a ad supported free version of the show. Uh, so if you are finding it uh, somewhere besides Patreon, uh, we don't want to charge you. If you are not in a position to be able to pay or if that's not your jam right now, all good. Love for you to join and grow our Patreon community as much as possible because that's kind of where all the good stuff happens. Yeah, and c- come and hang. We're, we're all about like trying to cheer you guys up. So hopefully that's something you're interested in. We got some new patrons, actually. Indeed. Heather, tell us about that. <laughs> we got Chris Jeffrey. Woo-hoo! Woo! We got uh, Jason Bose. Bose? I would say Bose. Yeah. Woo-woo! Hey, Jay! And then Matthew Richmond, who upgraded his uh, patronage. All right. Well, yeah, thanks, welcome. Matthew. Absolutely cool. Absolutely cool. So, Heather... We talked about our homework. <laughs> this is in true. Our last I did. I did. You. I mostly did. You finish did. yours. I have about twenty minutes you left. I was it. trying to hustle to. Here's the here's the problem. I watch so many like Italian horror movies right now, and that's what we do at night. Like we we make dinner and then we we watch. <laughs> like we have a whole list of 
movies we're going through right now. And so it's kind of hard to deviate from that because I don't know if my boyfriend wants to watch Unpregnant. Mm -hmm. So I have to find some time to watch it on my own. I think he would like it because it's a good it's a good movie. I think you're right. And you know, it's funny. So and just to remind folks, yeah, Heather gave me the task to watch We Are Who We Are, which mm -hmm. is an HBO series, a miniseries. I don't think there's going to be a, another season after this. And then I gave her the task to watch the movie Unpregnant, which I had, we, we had both watched, you know, I watched the movie and she had watched the beginning of the series. And so we said, you're going to like this stuff. Yeah. Sort of like a movie club, if you will. Movie like just club. something yeah. to, they're very different. Actually, I mean, they're both about kind of youngish people, but I thought Unpregnant was uh, way better than I thought. Like, cause I, I think, you know, you see the ad or you see the trailer and you're like, oh, this seems kind of like Mean Girls circa 2020 or whatever. Yeah. Maybe like slapstick, not that funny. Yeah. Yeah. But it's actually really well written and good acting. Um, it's cute. I like at first it, it felt a little cliche, like, cause there's a lot of those cliches with like high school people, right? Yeah. They're, they're like seniors in high school or something. Um, but I thought it was really clever and well-written and, uh, well-directed. And I did notice the director is had directed the pilot of one of your favorite shows. I'm sorry. I love I'm sorry. Oh, so good. Yeah. I hope I, that comes I, back I, someday. I didn't even, me too. I didn't even know that. When you mentioned that to me, Heather wrote that to me in a text and I was like, what are you sorry about? Oh, the show. Yeah. <laughs> Took me a minute. I, I didn't understand. Like I was like, oh, Heather's very sorry that the director, <laughs> you know, directed something else. But, um, yeah, no, it's, it's, listen, uh, this movie is making, I would not call it full on comedy, but I would say it is making a comedic situation out of a very grave situation. Yeah, which and is hard that to is, do. That is hard to do. And, you know, I, I wouldn't just be like, oh, blanket, everybody will love this movie because sure. not everybody would. I liked it a lot. So what did you think of the show? What did you think of We Are Who We Are? I like it. Um, so ep there's only been three episodes so far. Yeah. I'm all caught up. Um, I watched the most recent one and um, I like it. So for anybody who is not familiar, I, I don't want to, you know, there's no real spoilers to give you, but I'll try my best not to just give you too much information if you want to watch it for yourself. But the general premise is... Um, some American kids live on a, uh, a military base in an area of Italy that's not like, it's not like a big Italian city. It's not like you're like, oh, I'm in like Florence or Rome. No, it's like a, a, you know, some kind of like a, a smallish town on the water, but that's where the base is and that's where they live. And there are a variety of Americans who live there and are army brats. You know, I'm, I'm yep. using my quotes with my hands um, who are sort of navigating life. And it is pretty it's there's some layers going on. And I really like the show. And it's the show kind of like every once in a while, like it'll give you something where you're like, that was weird. Yeah, I agree. I think that the, the filmmaker, Luca Guadagnino, mm, um, yeah. is really it was Call Me By Your Name, right? Same. Mm -hmm. which, which he's Italian and people so, sort of go like, Oh, well, you know, the guy that they cast is like the, you know, the sort of the young, you know, protagonist in the show is like so much like that show or that movie. I'm not sure I feel that way. They mm -hmm. seem kind of different. I mean, this kid is like kind of messed up, um, yeah. in his own ways and very strange relationship with his mother. 
played Very like interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, somebody tell me what you think about it. But yeah, Heather, I'm glad that you because when you brought it to my attention, I was like, yeah, I'll get to it. And then once I watched the first episode, I was like, oh, yeah, this is I like this. I figured you would like yeah. it. it. It has a lot of layers. Like you said, there's a lot of issues like this day and age issues that they tackle. It's pretty deep. And he's a great God. He's just really good at like the cadence of his, his filming and just like the feeling of it. And the, I think it looks really beautiful. Like he's a really, right. he's, you know, he's a film guy. He's a, he's a filmmaker. So well, and the girl really who get plays nice Caitlin is it. just like, Oh my gosh, what a star. Like yeah, I can't even look she's at her. Really she's so good. Yeah. She's really good. Yeah. I totally agree. She's definitely a scar star in the making. And you know, this is her first thing. Like this is like her first credit on IMDb, which I thought was interesting. Insane. What do you think? Do you want to give me another, like, yeah, we should do that. Well, I think I I want you to watch a Giallo movie. I just don't I don't want to watch a horror movie. No, it's not horror. It's okay. more of like murder mystery kind of thing. Let me well, think about this. As long as I won't have uh like nightmares about monsters. No. Cuz I that happens often. I don't even watch <laughs> a lot of monster movies. Like I, I, I let me be clear. When I watch like when I say horror, it's honestly I watch way more thriller types which are can be like a cop, um, you know, kind of suspense sort of thing. Yeah, like a whodunit. Yeah, like it's not, there's usually not monsters, honestly. And I get that, but they're just, I don't know. There's a certain type of scary that I'm like, it just does not work with me once mm-hmm. I go to sleep because it'll come through in ways that, you know, where I wake up like in a panic. However, let's talk about um, horror recommendations uh, because we got some feedback from some of our viewers. We did. I love feedback. Or listeners, I suppose. We're not really doing viewing. This <laughs> Why don't you take Long Welsh? I'll take I'll take Long Welsh. Long Welsh was thinking about Heather's horror recommendations and wanted to suggest The Quiet Earth. New Zealand rather than Australia, but very low budget and weird. Plays rather like a long episode of Outer Limits, like Inconsistent Moon or 12.01, which is the good 1991 with Kurt Wood Smith, not the crap 1993 one. Long <laughs> Welsh clearly understands this genre and has some recommendations for you. Yeah. Is it inconstant mood or inconsistent? I don't know. Well, he can clarify for us, but yeah, I looked it up. Uh, I don't really know where to find it, um, but Long Welsh, thank you so much for recommending. I always love these recommendations. Totally. It's how we like find cool stuff. Exactly. And I like, I love the words low budget and weird. I'm into it. And then Jude <laughs> Sturman, um, he, him and I have long conversations about movies uh, uh, just over the last like year or so. Since COVID, I've been getting into Scandinavian thrillers didn't even know Nordic noir was a thing. They combine combine compelling story, great acting, and breathtaking scenery. If you haven't checked this genre out previously, start with Rebecca Rebecca Martinson on Acorn TV, another service I don't have, Marcella on Netflix, or Trapped on Amazon Prime. And you know, I have heard of Marcella and Trapped. Um, thanks, Jude. These, this is awesome because I didn't really think of Nordic noir, like I didn't know that was really a subgenre or the Scandinavian thrillers. But then I thought, oh, that must be Girl with the Dragon Tattoo stuff because that's Scandinavian, Swedish, uh, Swedish. Right? And so yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, well, that so is a genre, and I love that stuff. So Midsummer too. Oh yeah, the Midsommar. movie I hated the most in the world. <laughs> oh gosh, I I I loved it. It was thought provoking. I mean. I see why you hated it, but um, I, I mean, think about it. it's a huge conversation to have around this movie. I mean, that says a lot about about it. I really, you know, 
I was so wound up about this when I <laughs> first were. when I first you know watched it that I watched it twice, and I watched it twice in my house by myself. I lived that in LA at the lot. time, so I you know I gave it a, I gave it a, a good shot, mm -hmm. but I also um, you know and I don't want to belabor the point of like how awful that movie was, but like I mean that movie was like. Like that's like trauma to me. I, agree. I can't watch stuff like that. I agree. And I, I totally hundred percent agree. Although you did watch it twice, but there are, I think that there could have <laughs> left. Try trying to be like, maybe it's better the second time. And I was like, no, it's still horrible. Well, there's, there's <laughs> one particular part of it that I think could have been left on the editing room floor. You didn't really need it. Uh, the backstory about the family I thought was pretty unnecessary and gratuitous. And it, it bothered me too a lot. Like I think they could have, they could have skipped it. Anyway, oh, and that's in like the first five minutes of the movie where yeah. you're like, oh, gosh, now I'm going to pee my pants and, you know, have you didn't a really need bad it either. You, you didn't need you could have done it in a way that you didn't have to show it. You could have just been, you know, it could have been incorporated <sighs> in the story. But mm. showing it was a little I thought that was a mistake. But and you know, sorry if this is Astor, spoiling everything for anybody. But, you know, it's been out for a while. So whatever. <laughs> but but no, I mean, tr truly, I to this day, like people were like, oh, my God, it's so brilliant. And I'm like brilliant or just like something that like sends me to like a therapist but like I don't no I can't that, I get that it. kind of that kind of stuff I will have nightmares about I don't like, really like trauma stuff either I totally agree like stuff that's more realistic or like yeah there is something about his filmmaking that is really traumatic I totally agree with you like I I get like upset about it and I try not to watch that stuff often a lot of the stuff that I'm watching is a little more uh, stylish and <laughs> it has elements of thrillers, but it's not really. Anyway, I'm gonna have to get a list to you. So we're gonna do this movie club again. Good. Um, we're gonna get organized and and figure out what to to throw at each other. But we will. until next time. Until next time, we hope you have such a good day. And I will remain Zara. And I will remain Heather forever. <laughs> That's until it. the next life. Peace. Peace out. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.